Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Alrighty, guys, welcome back to a Thursday edition of the podcast. This is episode number 165. And now, I normally do a, a pre-introduction, but today's guest has already been on. I think it was around episode 100. And that is Ash Manuel. How are you, buddy? Good day, how are you, mate? I mean, I am spot on. Now, we, we're not going to get into your background and things. I'll put in the show notes, there'll be a link for the awesome episode that we did together earlier where we went through all the great work you're doing. But since then, mate, we have uh, stayed in close contact because we do quite similar things and we've got similar interests. And um, one of the things I've noticed is, mate, the, the reach that you're having with Grown With Gratitude. How, how many workshops and schools have you reached now and students? Yeah, so yeah, um, particularly in South Australia, uh, we well next week. Um, well, actually, I'm, sorry, as of this airing, we've um, just done our 700th school presentation, wow. um, which equates to roughly 200,000 kids, um, and that's taken well, probably about five, four and a half, five years to uh, to reach that number. But yeah, it's um, it's it's something really proud of, and uh, we've got a great team who go out and facilitate, um, and that's in a partnership um, with the Adelaide Crows football club um, and their community team uh, and yeah I think uh, one of the things that I learned early on in going through this journey is partnerships are, are a great way to reach um, and make positive impacts uh, for positive impact to um, particularly um, in schools and to the students um, in the space of um, mental well-being. Yeah, mate, I, I totally agree, and hence that's why today, obviously, our podcast is um, on six easy ways that you can improve your mental health and well-being, and these are going to be adaptable in schools, at home, for families, sports clubs, workplaces, anywhere, and, and we're going to get to those, but as you just said, mate, partnerships are really, really cool, and um, we're, we've been working on this for probably, since that podcast now, so it's probably been eight months of been going back and forth to get this right, but um, we're really excited to launch in 2020, in March. Uh, we're releasing our Youth Wellness and Positive Education Conference where um, Ash, yourself and me will be running them uh, in Melbourne on the 20th of March and then Adelaide on the 27th of March. So, mate, um, really exciting stuff. What will you be bringing to these workshops, to this conference? Yeah, so the Growing With Gratitude program is really based on a couple of different things. Um, It's based on the five habits of happiness, which is uh, adequate gratitude, uh, kindness, empathy, Positive reflection. Um, under positive reflection comes the, the growth mindset and reflecting about the good things. Um, also, uh, and and service. So doing things for other other people. Uh, and what it what it's about is not only teaching, or most most importantly, teaching the, the students, but showing the teachers how they can teach the students. But also for the, the, the teachers or the educators um, for themselves for their benefit. Um, but also talk about what they actually are, those specific things, but how they can actually practice them. Because I think the key is, uh, it's, it's okay to know what gratitude is, but it's pretty much useless unless we don't actually practice it. So, so the idea is that, from my point of view, we'll go through what gratitude is, um, how you can have those conversations with the students, and then different ways we can practice. And we'll go through, um, hopefully we'll get through at least four of those five habits um, through the time that we have together at the conference, um, if, if not five. But yeah, definitely practical. Um, you walk away with a lot of resources that you can apply afterwards because I think conferences are great, one-off sessions are good, but you need those resources to go with and then apply it when you go back to your, your workspace. Um, I think 
as teachers do, I think we've been in PD before where you might do a three-hour PD and you sit there and then two days later you've forgotten what the actual person said. <laughs> so true. Um, and I think from that experience we understand that we want to make it highly engaging, um, give you lots of value, lots of content to take away on the day but also take away and use afterwards as well. Yeah, it's so true. And, and I think that's why we will work really well together is that um, I will be focusing more on, you know, the relationships, the engagement, human connection, the team building aspect of that and mixing not only that, but movement and learning together. So, um, and, and people listening, they may be thinking, who is this for? So it's not just for school teachers. It could be for parents, coaches, well-being officers, head teachers, tutors, yep. heads of year, classroom teachers, specialists, prep one to 12, uh, but also people like bursars and HR managers. And I've got a, an interesting story for you here, I said, um, on Monday, just gone, I was up in the Gold Coast running a keynote for um, a big group, I think there's about 100 people there, on ways to thrive in life. And um, I had a, a number of bursars and office staff there that, that don't normally participate in these things. And at the end of it, they came up to me and just said, it was absolutely brilliant, just some of the games and the human connection and fun they had. And they talking to me how can they incorporate this into their office you know so that they can make their day they can get out of their seat they can mix it up and just get a little bit of that fun and play going so i think that's really important that um this is open to anybody that is really looking to um, improve the quality of their life the joy they have and the happiness and and not only that their well-being and mental health and we're going to talk about um obviously the the six little things you can implement today but i think that's really important ash that it it's really open to anybody and the best thing about it is you're going not only just hear my voice, but you're going to hear your voice. And then we're going to have a little bit of fun at the end where we'll all collaborate and get everybody to share what they've done. And the big thing for me, though, is we've got the early bird tickets on and, and the show notes today. So this is episode 165 in the show notes. You can go and click on those. But early bird tickets are there and we've already sold a few. But the big one for me is what they get for free. So we're going to give away $350 worth of packages for free. Now, um, from my end, Ash, they're going to get a set of our brand new daily mission cards, a happiness and kindness deck. Um, and they really? retail for uh, $50 alone. And also, they're going to get a free year membership to our fitness game zone, which is uh, $99 US dollars. So that's on my end. And then you're also throwing in a membership as well, mate. Yeah, so um, we've got the Growing with Gratitude uh, Five Habits of Happiness online um, program. So we've got the individual uh, teacher membership that we'll um, throw in as well. So that's all. It's a fully resourced um, online program where – we got lessons for each um, year level. Um, we've also got primary school, but we also got a high school version. So uh, on the day, um, we're gonna get actually you can get access to both. So if you are high school or primary school, um, you can access both. And uh, yeah, as I said, it's a fully resourced program. The lessons are there. Any additional resources uh, in the, um, that section as well, and you just download them and um, teach. So it's basically what all, all your all your um, resources in one space. Yeah, and I love that, mate. And now for people listening that uh, are not in Adelaide or Melbourne or Victoria or South Australia, uh, that we we can we're open to coming and running this for your full staff or for your workplace or things like that. So again, reach out. My email is dale at energetic education, and if you send me an email, uh, we can try and work out a program, time, or anything where Ash and myself can come and run a similar program to suit your goals, needs, and everything like that. So guys, as I said, episode one six five go and check out the links in the show notes. There's more information about everything we'll cover on the day and so forth like that. But Ash, enough of talking about that. I know we're really excited, but let's get on to today's topic. And basically, we're going to share 
three different ways each that people can implement straight away to uh, not only improve their happiness and everything like that, but improve their overall well-being. And, and one thing that I've found is that if you're in a good headspace and you're in a happy place, that affects the people around you. It's like um, the ripple effect of throwing a rock in an ocean, that the ripple effects of happiness affect people around us. It's contagious. So hopefully, if you start using some of these things that we're going to talk about today, then that'll affect other people as well. So Ash, do you want to kick off with number one, mate? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll start off with one of my favorites now. This is a great activity to do in the classroom or around your school or workplace or at home. Um, it's called Stop, Think, Appreciate. So Stop, Think, Appreciate. And how it works is um, you get a little sticker label, so one of those coloured small circle sticker labels or a post-it note or something like that, and you'll identify either things in the classroom. Um, you can do this as a obviously as a, as a group um, or a family at home or even if you live by yourself, you can do it at home also. And what you do, you identify um, something in the, uh, in, in the home or in the classroom that you're really grateful for. So when I do this in the classroom with students, um, they choose one thing and we've got to have, if it's a class of 25, they can't put the sticker on um, the same thing. So hopefully we've got 25 different things that the students are grateful for in their class. So for example, um, quite often the smart board or the TV that the students learn off is one that they put the sticker on. So what happens that if the student puts a sticker on that, um, that smart board or the, the TV, that is a reminder to be grateful for those things in the classroom or at home, putting the sticker on the fridge. So it reminds us to be grateful for food. So that's, that's the first part. Now, the second part is to leave that sticker on there for a bit of time. And when the students or when we're at home and we see that sticker, it's just that short, subtle reminder of why that sticker there. And that is to be obviously remind us to be grateful for those, those things that we do have. Now, the idea is not just to um, remind us of the big things, but it's really lowering the bar and remind us to be grateful for those small things. Because for me, the purpose of doing this is that if we are having a bad day and maybe things haven't gone your way, it's the, the purpose is to use your self-talk to put that in a more positive frame or positive perspective. So you might say to yourself, you come home, you walk through the door, you might notice that green sticker on that fridge and say, look, you just might say to yourself, look, I've had a bit of a rough day today, but you know what? I'm still lucky. I've got food to eat. I've got a bed to sleep in tonight. Maybe the reason why I had a bad day isn't so bad after all. Um, yeah, mate, yeah. I, I absolutely love that. And and like we, I think we, particularly living in Australia and, and really fortunate countries, we do come a little bit complacent and, and take things for granted. And I suppose that activity straight away just makes you remind how lucky we are to have, you know, a fridge to keep things in or a smart board to look at and things like that. And um, when you see that sticker, I think it's a really powerful thing. And I know you spoke about that in a webinar we did earlier this year. And um, I've had a lot of other teachers just say, what a simple idea and what a big impact that's made. So that's a really good one, number one. And um, for my first one, so number two, uh, is the power of writing a letter. Now, I want to share a, a letter that actually got sent to me and I got this two days ago and it was uh, it nearly made me cry it was one of the the nicest things I've ever gotten it said dear Dale will you be my pen pal Indy now this is the the little girl's sister has a pen pal and I would like to have one too how are you doing love Kaya and anyway so I got this in the mail and it it just absolutely made me smile I couldn't believe it and it was off so um I run FHL retreats in Bali and my two business partners they're their two little girls and it was just 
the nicest little thing. And, and it really reminded me the power of a handwritten note. And the reason I say this is because too often, Ash, we go to the letterbox and there's either junk mail or there's bills. You know, we, we don't receive anything nice in the mail. And, and the love the love at the end, Kaya said, love, Kaya. And for me, that is something that we all need to express more. So the one thing that you can do to improve not only your mental health and well-being is, is write somebody a nice letter, all right? And it could be if you want to be a pen pal, and I'm really excited. I've already written a response to it, and I can't wait to get another one back. It's really exciting. Um, and Kaya's in prep, and I'm a, a 34-year-old adult, but I don't think it really matters. It just shows the power that that can have. And the big thing is, if you are going to write a letter, write it to somebody and tell them why you're proud of them why you admire them and tell them why you love them and sharing that not only will that make their day better but that random act of kindness or that showing of gratitude like you've just mentioned ash will make you feel 10 times better you'll get that hit of oxytocin which is a feel-good drug which we all love and it's just such a powerful thing to do and so simple so for me um if you want to improve your happiness health mental health well-being everything Get the notepad out, get pen and paper, and write somebody a letter because it will be game-changing. Yeah, I absolutely love that one, Dale. That's one of my favourites as well to um, do that. Love doing that one with the kids as well and, and actually getting to put it in an envelope and giving it to that person. and It does have a powerful effect. It does, mate. It does because, like, I know, like, don't get me wrong, technology is amazing, but there's nothing like actually you know that that person physically has to write it, get a stamp, put it in the mailbox, and... That's it's a little bit harder than just sending an email, a text message, anything like that, Ash. So I think that show of appreciation is something that really hits home with me. I hope, I hope you didn't have that on your list, mate. No, no, all good. That's, <laughs> uh, no, it's a great one, that one, though. Definitely. Absolutely. All right, mate. So on to your second one. Yeah, absolutely. So my second one is I like to call it the coffee cup challenge. Now, this could be um, done, um, I guess, at school, but this is mainly focusing on uh, out in probably the public, maybe at a cafe or a restaurant. So a couple of years, or maybe even longer than that now, I was just sitting in a cafe and having a cup of coffee and just noticed something simple, and it happens all the time, um, I've noticed since, but just the person picked up their coffee cup and took it back to the counter instead of leaving it on the table. Now, ever since I saw that, I thought, that's a really good idea. I'm, I'm going to, if I'm at a cafe and I've had something to eat or just a cup of coffee, I'm going to take the plate or the, the cup up and just put it back on the counter. Now, you might think, what's that got to do with anything? <laughs> but what the point of it is, is that it's building a habit of doing something for somebody else, so an act of service. So one of the things that we like to focus on in Growing with Gratitude is teaching young people and adults, of course, to do things for others without expecting anything in return. So just by doing that, we're getting in the, ourselves in the habit of doing things for other people. And it's amazing once you start that little simple activity that you actually find yourself looking for other ways of how you can help others. So I'd highly encourage people to take on that coffee cup challenge. Um, and if you're at a cafe, encourage your kids or um, just yourself to pick that up. Sometimes that, the, the people don't even see it. Yeah. That doesn't matter. It's just the, the process of doing it. And when sometimes they do, they actually – it's actually really surprising the reaction. They really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and again, like you were saying before, like you've, you just made someone else's day just a little bit easier, um, and you've given them, or um, you've, you've helped them out a little bit. And but it makes you feel good because you know you, you you know that you've done something just to help somebody out. And it's not big, but it's just small. 
and those things do accumulate. So that that's my second one. So it's so true, Ash. And and even as you said, people may not see it, but it's a feeling you get inside. And then it's it, as you said, everything in life is about creating repetition that is a positive. And, and by doing that, that is something that you start looking. How can I make somebody else's day better? How can I help somebody else out? Um, and it's just a natural thing. So um, if parents are listening or anybody, if you can get your kids to start doing things like that, they'll start opening doors. They'll start getting up on buses to give older people their seats, all these different things that um, we need to continue doing in our society. So I love that one, Ash. Now, my second one is one that uh, a lot of my workshops and everything I do is around, and it's around play. And the reason I love talking about play, Ash, is um, it, you. for me, this is called play-based mindfulness because when you play one of these games, and particularly this game today, one, two, three, you are so present in the moment that it is not funny. You're not thinking about anything else. And for people listening along, I'm going to explain this game to you, but then also in the show notes, um, episode 165, like I mentioned before, there will be a link to a video of me explaining this video, uh, this game and also playing it. So you can go and play this. Now, um, you can play this anywhere. I used this this morning alone at a corporate session with adults. I use it with kids. I use it with anybody. Even if I'm at a party sometimes, Ash, and it's a little bit boring, go, right, who wants to play a game? And we all get up, and this game's called 1, 2, 3, and there's different levels of it mate and very simple the first level you're just playing pairs you just need to count to three so i'd say one you'd say two i'd say three and then we go back and forth again one two three one two three and that is actually pretty hard when you do it then the second level is that when it's your turn to say one you don't say one but you clap okay so it'd be clap two three clap two, three, all right? And the game keeps going like that. And you'd be surprised how hard it is to get that rhythm going. Then level three comes in and you, t- you now the one is still a clap. Instead of saying two, you now need to bow forward. And then you say the number three. So it's a clap, bow, three, clap, bow, three. And you keep rotating through. And then the last one, there is no numbers being said. It's simply a clap, a bow, and then for three, you put your hands in the air. And now this activity takes all of two minutes. It is awesome to start any meeting, to start before any uh, sports training session, to start at school, to use as a brain break in the classroom because it doesn't matter how many times you play this game, Ash, I always will muck it up. And that's great. You always laugh at yourself. And the one thing you will hear in the room when playing this game is the counting, but above that, you'll hear laughter. And that is a sign. Um, when we're laughing, we're having fun, that is really improving our mental health and well-being. So that is the power of games. And like I said, I'll be using a lot of these um, in the conferences in Melbourne and Adelaide, but that is one that you can just go and try today, and it is a proven winner. Absolutely brilliant. I love those sort of like little um, icebreaker games and those little ga- and, and they are so much fun. And yep. as you say, like laughter is one of the things that increases our mood, as long with um, physical physical activity and, mu- and music. Um, and they're very short little ways that you can actually improve your mood. It's so so true, mate. It's so simple. So um, that's now, mate. Uh, is this the grand finale? Would you do we leave the best to last? You're all right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, I love. This is one of my favourites as well. So I've got. Um, the final one that I've got is called Into the Future. Now, uh, the way that I do this in the classroom with the kids is actually have a poster and um, the kids uh, fill in the rest of the poster. But you can do it. You don't have to have a poster for it. You can do it on a piece of paper. And what it is, Into the Future is about thinking about what you've got coming up in your life that you're looking forward to. Now, one of those things is sometimes you might having, again, you might have a bit of a bad day. And one strategy is to think about something you're grateful for or, or doing a, a little um, – game that you just mentioned then, Dale, 
But another strategy is to think about what you've got coming up that you're looking forward to. And when you ask the students that, uh, and they and you ask them how they feel when they think about what they've got coming up that they're looking forward to, the words that they say is excited, I feel happy, joyful. Um, so there's actually research that suggests that up to towards it's pretty high, like 80 or 90 percent of the joy that comes from an event is that time leading up. Um, now, I often when I talk about this, use this example. So if your um, team is playing in a, a big like grand final or eight, like for example, the Australian rules football grand final um, and your team's in it, it's a big build up. Everyone's excited, but you end up, the team end up losing. It's not much fun. So the actual joy that you got from that event was that time leading up. Um, and it, it's true. So one of the, one of the things that I like to do with the students and I like to do myself is if I've got something coming up or sorry, if I'm having a bit of a bad day, um, personally, I like just to reflect on something I've got coming up maybe later that day or on the weekend that I'm looking forward to and just improves your mood just a little bit. And that, that really works for me as a strategy. So into the future is a, is a great activity to do with the kids, to ask them what they've got coming up that they're looking forward to. But as an adult, it's a great activity to do as well and a great reflection to think about what you've got coming up that you're looking forward to. Yeah, so so, so true, Ash. And I know um, particularly one comes to mind, I love going on holidays, mate, that um, I feel the excitement of a holiday, like you just said, 80 or 90% of my excitement is knowing that I've got that in the future and I've got something to work towards. And, and that keeps you going, you know, when things might be a bit down or you're having a rough day, knowing you've got that coming up in the future. And I can guarantee for anybody that does watch AFL that um, the GWS Giants would have really enjoyed the lead up, but not the day. And I think that's a great example, mate. Yeah, yeah definitely. That was a shocking day. <laughs> they did. They did. So um, my final one, it sort of flows on from that. And it's uh, a product that we've created, uh, the Sugar Life free app. And in that app, you answer three questions in the morning and, and it actually gets on to exactly what you've just mentioned there, Ash. So so the first thing you do in the morning, and this has been used by thousands of kids, teachers, and parents around the world, that the first thing you do in the morning is you answer three questions. And the first one is, what am I looking forward to today? So straight away, like Ash just said, you're identifying the positive things that are going to come up and you can focus on those. But then the second question is, what might I struggle with today? And for me, that's really important because then you can identify that and you can figure out ways to get around that so it's not going to spoil your day. And then the last question before you start your day is, how can I help make somebody else's day better with some form of giving or kindness? And like everything that Ash just said there and, and his five pillars of happiness and what I talk about, that is so important. If you can do one thing to make somebody's day better, like writing a letter or handing up your coffee cup or, or just doing something like that to make somebody else's day better is really powerful. And then you go about your day and then to finish off the day um, at the end of school or before you go to bed, there are three simple questions and that are, what are three things I'm grateful for? So then you can reflect on positive things or what was the biggest win I had today? Because I feel every day is an opportunity to grow and win. The second one is what form of play did I do today and how did that make me feel? Because I feel that we need to incorporate play into everything we do and the more play we can have the better. And you've just got to look at young primary school kids. They run around all day, they play all day and that's probably the happiest anyone's ever been in their life. But the older we get, our lives get busy and stressful and we don't think we have time to play. 
but that's when we need it most. So for me, that's important to be accountable and write that down each day. And then the last question, a really simple one is, um, what did I learn today? Because like I said, Every day is an opportunity to learn something new. So again, I'll have uh, links for that app in the show notes. It's free. Go and download it. Give it a try for 10 days. Um, it, it really covers off a lot of the, the principles that Ash and myself believe in and that the, the conference we're going to do together reflects upon. So that's a nice, simple way to sum up those six that we have done there. So Ash... Um, they are simple. People can go and start doing today. It's not going to cost them a thing and they can get stuck into it. So, um, mate, really excited. Youth Wellness Positive Education Conference. Uh, it's just going to be epic. Um, we've kept, we've capped it as well. For those listening, there is only going to be 40 tickets available. And the reason being is that we want to get to know everyone. We want it to be intimate and we want to have a really good day, don't we, buddy? Absolutely. And just that's 40 um, per um, workshop. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Not, not together. So, um, <laughs> yeah, 40 per. And as I said, we've already, we're nearly already sold out of our early bird tickets, which is really exciting. So make sure you get onto that and take those opportunities because it is a big saving. And also um, that you can already pinpoint the PD and workshops you want to do for 2020 because um, Christmas is nearly here. It's going to tick around really fast. And, and like I said, Ash, if we're not, if you're not in Victoria or South Australia, please send us an email and we can design something together for your workplace, school, sports club, whatever you need. So, uh, mate, really excited for that. We've got a lot of interesting stuff coming up. Uh, what have you got on for the rest of the year, Ash, besides hitting 700 schools, mate? That is insane. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's certainly exciting. Um, yeah, we, we've got uh, some workshops coming up um, with uh, within schools. So we, off, well, we offer um, an hour of hour and a half to three hour workshops so we've got a few of them coming up and um also we we run uh similar um uh, workshops in sports clubs as well so they're, they're coming up as well so really looking forward to finishing off the year um with those events and uh yeah continuing um a bit of planning for next year as well Perfect, Ash. Well, mate, I'm, I'm really excited for that as well. And as I said, guys, episode 165, go and check out the show notes at energetic.education forward slash podcast. And you can read everything you need to know. You can see the goodies you're going to get. But as well as that, you've got six winning formulas that you can use wherever you are to improve your mental health and well-being. So, Ash, once again, mate, thanks for being on the podcast, buddy. And I am super excited for 2020 Legend. Absolutely, mate. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Dale.